episode 36 of Better. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're listening today. And y'all, I just want to give a shout out to all of you who have written such amazing comments and given such great reviews to the Better Podcast. Thank you so much. Y'all are just the best. Hey, so today in these next few minutes, I just want to talk to you about this, training the quit out of you. I love that. Train the quit out of you. I want to start by telling you a story of someone in the Bible that some of you may know, some of you may not know him at all, so I'll give you a little background. He, his name is Elijah. He was a great prophet of God. And Elijah, I mean, did so many wonderful things. I mean, God just used him in so many great ways. He saw miracle after miracle. And in 1 Kings chapter 19, we find where Elijah was in a place that I really don't think he ever expected to be in in his whole life. What had happened, he had just had a showdown with the prophets of Baal, and Elijah's God won. And, you know, when Ahab brought the message to Jezebel that all these prophets of Baal, the God that she served, that they were all dead, it made her mad. And the scripture says this, that Jezebel said, sent a message to Elijah and said, may the God strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow, Elijah, I have not killed you just as you killed the prophets. Now, what's so interesting is verse three, the Bible says this, Elijah, great prophet of God, was afraid and fled for his life. Y'all, I just can't even hardly believe that. He went to a town in Judah. He left his servant there. Verse 4 says he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. Then it says he sat down under a, a tree and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I'm no better than my ancestors who have already died. Verse 5 says he laid down and he slept under the tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, get up and eat. Y'all, that's my kind of angel right there. He looked around, and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones (laughs) and a jar of water. Man, I need that angel. So he ate, and he drank, and he lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more, or the journey ahead will be too much for you. Verse 8 says, So Elijah got up, and he ate, and he drank, and the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights. And the passage goes on. You can read that in your quiet time. But one reason I love reading this story about Elijah is this. First of all, sometimes, I don't know if you're like me, maybe it's just me. Sometimes we read the Bible and we think, you know, those are just kind of characters. We, we fail to see that these really were real people like you and I. I mean, they, they, were, they got up and they got dressed and they ate just like you and I. These are real people. So I love reading about this great man of God who had, who had seen so many miracles. I mean, he spoke and it caused the rain to stop for more than three years. He was fed by ravens. Uh, in one passage, he, he witnessed a widow's son resurrected from the dead. And yet watch this. When one woman speaks, Elijah, this great prophet of God, becomes afraid and runs for his life. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) That's what she was saying. Do you know if you're not careful, one person can drive you away from your destiny? Oh, y'all, that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) But here's Elijah, and he comes to this place of isolation. He's tired. 
He's worn out. He's exhausted. And he's to the point where he says, God, take my life. I love the way God deals with him. So many people think that God's a mean God and he's just in heaven waiting for us to mess up so he can kick us out of heaven. (laughs) That's not how God is at all. See, when Elijah was done, when he had no energy and no fight left in him, God said this, hey, Elijah, it's okay. Jesse, she's not going to get you. Here's some food. Here's a cupcake. I like to say it's a cupcake. Get some rest. And then let's carry on. There's more in store. Let's get back to it. See, folks, what I really believe Elijah needed was a time of refreshing. He needed some rest. Because you know why, folks? If I can bring it back down to where we are today, it's easy to get tired. It's easy to get worn out. You may be listening to this today and you say, I am right there with Elijah. But see, I want you to see if we're not careful, that burnout can turn into isolation. And isolation is never good. Isolation gets you alone with yourself. And you begin to believe the discouraging thoughts that the enemy tries to bring your way. You begin to believe the discouraging thoughts that people try to bring your way. Isolation is getting alone with yourself. Solitude is getting alone with God. There's a big difference. See, when Elijah got alone with himself... It wasn't a good thing at all because his circumstances began to be magnified. Suddenly, this Jezebel became so big in his eyes that he wanted to check out of life and die. You know, circumstances often can cause us to live life on the sidelines, to become a spectator instead of a participator. I'm the only one, God. I'm the only one doing all this housework. I'm the only one bringing home the money. I'm the only one that gives my all at work. I'm the only one. See, folks, that's not how God wants us to live this life. You know, my favorite scripture, one of my favorite scriptures is John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The Amplified Version says, have it to the full, to the overflowing. See, God wants us to live life in a thriving way, not a surviving way. He wants us to live our best life, not an okay life. Now listen, He wants us to live our best life even when life is difficult, even when challenges come our way, even like Elijah, when it seems like our life is about to be over and all the odds are stacked against us. You know, it's easy in life to get caught in the emotion of the moment. Elijah said, I'm the only one. I'm the only one. He got caught in the emotion of the moment. He was tired. Listen, folks, don't put your feelings in charge of your life. Feelings are temporary. Emotions come and go. Emotions will make you want to quit. Train the quit out of you. See, sometimes what you need is what Elijah needed. You need some rest (laughs) and some good food and a cupcake. What am I saying? Take care of yourself. Do you know when you're tired and run down and going on two hours of sleep a night, it adds to your wanting to check out of life for a while. Those conditions are not conducive to a positive attitude. You know when you're tired, everyone can get on your last nerve. (laughs) When you're emotionally drained, you start to snap at people, and especially those who are closest to you. Tiredness and being emotionally drained set you up for a not-so-good attitude. And it's in those moments you want to throw in the towel. 
So what am I trying to encourage you with? Train the quit out of you. If that's how you feel right now, take a reality check. Are you sleeping enough? Are you eating the right things? Are you living in such a way that adds life to your life? If not, you're stacking the odds against you. When I had my first daughter, Christiana, I remember thinking this, will I ever sleep again? (laughs) And all the moms out there say, amen. See, when she would wake up in the night, those thoughts would consume me. Then one night, I had a talk with myself. And you know what I said? I said, April, quit stressing. This is temporary. You will sleep again. And all the mamas out there need to say that to yourself right now. You will sleep again. Y'all, I got that in my mind. I'm going to sleep again. And it caused me to not dread waking up in the middle of the night. I looked at it as temporary. See, one way you can train the quit out of you is to remind yourself that what you're currently going through is temporary. And then do all you can do to help your future self be happy. What do I mean by that? Well, concerning my baby and all of my five babies, I decided that the season of no sleep would be temporary, and I was proactive to make sure that I did all I could do to help them sleep through the night. Because guess what? If they slept through the night, then mama slept through the night. And when mama is happy, the whole house is happy. <laughs> so I got this book called Baby Wise, and if you don't have it, I'd encourage you to get it. If, if you're a new mom or, or on your sixth kid, this is a great book. It helps you with the feeding schedule and sleep schedules. And if you will do it and not quit, because we are training the quit out of us, it will work. And by 10 to 12 weeks, my little pumpkins were sleeping through the night. And a lot of times I had to go wake them up in the morning. Now, listen, the time it took to get there, oh, it was hard. It was challenging. It was a struggle at times. I wanted to stop. I wanted to go get them and pick them up. But we had to train ourselves to keep at the process because we wanted the results. Listen, folks, quitting does not get you results. Quitting prolongs the process. And without the process, there is no progress. Sure, the process might be slow, but quitting will not speed it up. See, Elijah had to take care of himself so he could continue on. And I'd encourage you today, if you get tired, rest. Don't quit. You might think it's taken forever, and sure, it might be slow and prolonged, but quitting, again, will not speed it up. Listen, folks, I'm going to say something that's really deep right here, and I'm just kidding. Stop yourself from stopping yourself. I know that's that's simple, but it is kind of deep. Stop yourself from stopping yourself. Stop yourself from quitting. I love what Martin Luther King Jr. said. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. What does that mean? Don't stop. Don't quit. Even when it's hard, even when it's a struggle, even when you think you can't make it, keep moving forward. Train that quit out of you. Listen, God has amazing things in store for you. So let me encourage you. In the struggle, don't quit. In the hard season, don't quit. When your kids aren't doing right, when your spouse makes you mad, when you lose your job, when you feel overwhelmed and stressed out, and maybe even at the end of your rope, take a deep breath, get some rest, eat something, and by all means, don't quit. 
God has such a great future in store for you. See, the enemy wants to take you out today so you won't get to that great future. No, you stay at it. God's going to use you in amazing ways. And remember this, don't you ever give up on God because God will never give up on you. 